Precious tritium is the fuel that makes this podcast go. There's only 25 pounds of it on the whole planet. With great power comes great responsibility. Hello and welcome to another episode of Swinging Through Spider-Man, a podcast which is literally swinging through Spider-Man each week. I, James Rushton, read two Spider-Man comics to my mate Bradley Hughes, who is over there. How are you doing? Hungry, mate. Hungry for some Spider-Man. Hungry. <laughs> it's not nutritional. You, you can't you can't fill up on it. <laughs> no, it's it's not nutritional at all. I wouldn't advise it as part of a uh, a stable or, or balanced diet, just as a a little extra to get you going for the week, like a like a Cadbury's cream egg, or a, you know a little treat. It's not a, not a foundational, not a foundation <laughs> of any any healthy diet. But yeah, I read Spider Man comics for you, and they're all in chronological order. And yeah, we are at Spider-Man issue 25, I believe now, which is quite an important one. It's a quarter of a century. It's a 25%. It's a, we're getting there. We're getting to 100 at least. So <laughs> we're halfway to 50. Keep, keep this train chugging. It really is. It really is. So uh, yeah, 25. Ooh, it is a quick one. It is one that kind of, um, there's not a lot going on, but what is going on is pretty weird. Shall we get straight into it? Yeah, dive in, mate. So yeah, you can follow us at Spidey Podcast to leave a review if you like, or just talk to us. Um, it's always good to speak to you guys. But as for issue 25, mate, where do we start off? We start off directly where the last one left off. Uh, Liz Allen and Peter Parker are hitting it off after numerous study sessions. He's really digging Pete now, but he's just uh, he's focused on them, uh, the formulas and scientific equations. So she's leaning over, just like really revealing her low cut top, and Peter's just like, "Well, uh, that's not studying, Liz." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's exactly, exactly what happens. Uh, he quickly remembers he actually has to go back and pick up that spider signal, you know, the one he left on the roof to distract the easily distracted a uh, Flash Thompson in the last episode, last issue. He has to go back and pick <laughs> he goes that back. Up. Flash Thompson's still there. <laughs> you know what? I appreciate the continuity there. I do as well. To it doesn't need to happen. You don't need to do that. It's okay. We assumed. It, it, we assumed. <laughs> it was assumed he would do that. <laughs> I like how how they're so finicky and on point with like a lot of things. Like some things have to make so much sense in the comic. Like Peter will just like step to the one side and be like, "Oh, the reason why I can do this one thing is because of this other thing," and it just like, "Yes, that makes a lot of sense." But then other bits of it where it's like you got a man in the in a latex mask running around, flying around his fucking glider. He's like, uh, kind of stretching the truth now. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, but they went at lengths to explain that he had to go back and pick up the spider signal, and he gets it. And he also stops the crime in progress when he flushes it down to some criminals alerting the nearby police. So saving the day without any any effort put in, really. Two, two, two goblin glinders and one stone. That's what that is. That's too easy. Uh, two, two vultures and one stone. Should I say? <laughs> <laughs> Killing two birds with one stone. Yeah. Uh, Pete, Peter sells pictures of the incident to his boss at the Daily Bugle newspaper, J. Jonah Jameson. Under the guise, of course, he's Peter's a sellout here. He uh, slags Spider-Man off. He's well, Spider-Man's been an asshole. He's, beat, he's, he's, he's showing up and not doing the job. 
And of course, Jamison buys right into it because it's negative. Uh, Betty is an impressed yeah, though. He needs the money though, doesn't he? Yeah, he does need the money. It's established that he does need the cash. Betty isn't impressed. Uh, she's Jay Jr. Jamison's secretary. Uh, Peter's kind of a uh, boo, <laughs> I guess. Is that's the only way of describing it? Um, kind of there almost. Um, she's not happy with Pete for doing selling out Spider-Man because after all, Spider-Man has saved her a few times. Um, he was responsible directly for the death of her brother, but I think she's glossed over that now. <laughs> who, who, who again? Oh, oh, only your brother. If I've forgotten his name, she's forgotten his name is <laughs> Bennett. Bennett Brunt. Yeah. And, uh, uh, he's dead. <laughs> Betty, um, she's not happy with Pete selling out to Spider-Man and that's kind of alerted something to her. However, the day takes a weird turn when a scientist knocks on the door of the Daily Bugle, what, the second one in a row. You know what I mean? Dr. Spencer Smythe or Smith. It's S-M-Y-T-H-E. That's Smith to me. Uh, I don't care if the Y is in there. It's still Smith. Yeah, Smith. Smith. Um, Dr. Spencer Smith. Smith is knocking on... Yeah, he's knocking on the door with a uh, project. J. Jonah Jameson flips out. He's done with the nerds. They always show him up. He's not happy with Peter. He's not happy with the psychologist that showed up last time. It turned out to be the supervillain Mysterio. He isn't happy with a random nerd showing up with a machine. that This nerd is guaranteeing to defeat Spider-Man. Hmm. You know, Jameson, they always get the better of him. He's not buying in. Peter fucks up here. Again, just the usual quota. He senses an opportunity to get one over on Jameson. So he starts selling the machine up to Jameson. Hey, why wouldn't you want to take this opportunity to defeat Spider-Man? Why wouldn't you want to do this? Why wouldn't you get this robot, unmask Spider-Man and save the day? And he's really going in. Betty almost has to restrain him. You know, Pete's sort of kind of girlfriend. She has to restrain him. He's going over the top and selling this idea to Jameson. He buys completely into it at this point. The machine is presented by Smith <laughs> and uh, can sense... <laughs> That's fucked it now, isn't it? I hope he doesn't come back because <laughs> I don't want to have to keep pronouncing that name. Um, he, the machine can sense a spider and capture it. It's locked in on spiders. So Smith presents a spider to Peter to demonstrate the machine will capture the spider. However, on the demonstration, the machine actually captures Peter. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And everyone's like, everyone's kind of, okay, the machine doesn't work. Let's iron out the kinks. <laughs> Smith. Smith's just like, no, no, it's definitely working. Everyone's just like, yeah, all right, Smith. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and Jameson's just happy to see that fucking brute force. It's really small, the machine is. It's like really stout. It's not like the living brain. It's kind of small. <laughs> <laughs> it's small. It's small. In the demonstration, the machine catches Pete. Betty and impressed with him. No one's impressed with him, but they're all kind of, yeah, the machine works. Smith hands over the control to Jameson. It's remote control, mate. It's got a visual feed, but the, the big issue is it projects Jameson's voice and face onto the oh, robot. That, and you'll uh, you'll see that in a bit. That's incredible. <laughs> you'll see that later <laughs> on. So Betty, she ain't impressed with Pete's arrogance at all. Why is he? He's turned into James, and why is he doing all this? What's yeah, he's a, being a bit of a brown, a brown nose, any really? Yes, yeah, Spider Man has helped save Betty, so why would he want to help Jameson? So she storms off. 
Rightly so. I think Betty is a character who seems to be in the right a lot as of late. That's which is incredibly weird considering the, the journey we've been on with her so far. At school, Flash Thompson tells Pete that I'm going to want to fight with you after school, mate. You know, meet me after at the bar, three o'clock by the clock, because uh, we're going to have it out. He's been spotted with Liz Allen too many times. Of course, he's Flash's girlfriend. Pete is nervy though. Uh, Smythe and Jay Jonah Jameson have put the machine on the prowl, and it's uh, basically scouring the city looking for him. <laughs> and just imagine <laughs> that this machine's just going around the streets like, um, like, like a like a yeah, a protectron from Fallout. <laughs> just like, are you the Spider Man? No, move along. Was it like? Was it Yes Man? Yes Man, New Vegas. Yes. He was voiced by uh, yeah, Matthew Perry, right. weren't it? No, that was Benny, wasn't it? No, nah, Matthew, Matthew uh, Perry was a bad guy. Yeah, I say bad guy. I think he was just the main character. But um, Pete ducks out of school. He runs off. He has to get away from that machine. He can't be detected by it at all again. Once his, you know, fool me twice top kind of thing if he goes from again then it's hinting a lot at him being spider-man and not just that the machine didn't kind of work uh flash is arguing with liz about the fight uh but their their argument is interrupted by the fact that one of flash's cronies has spotted parker on the run um he thinks that parker's running away while peter parker's running away because of the fight so flash gets a mob and he gets a posse a posse together and uh, goes to find Pete to beat him up. Flash has got some nerve considering that he went toe-to-toe with Peter in the ring and got his ass handed to him. Yeah, I think it was twice as well. A, a quote-unquote uh, lucky shot. But even so, it still happened. And he wasn't afraid to fight him. So, you know, you think he would have just been like, all right then, fuck it, there's no point in fighting anymore. Yeah, so that man is leading a, fl- a mob to find Peter. And Jameson is also chasing the mob down because he's obviously following Peter. Unbeknownst that he, the person he's following is Peter. He's following the mob, screaming for people to move out of the way. Um, Pete evades the mob by webbing onto a roof when he turns a corner. But a robot, the robot is already climbing the building. And as you can see, that is what the robot looks like. It's kind of short, round. <laughs> And it's just got J. Jonah Jameson's screaming face on it. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> he looks like a telly to me if the telly was on the face rather than the tummy. <laughs> so let, let me set the scene for you. Just before Pete turns the corner and gets into the roof and changes into Spider-Man, we've got Peter running away from a gang of angry kids, well, teenagers, who are also running away from a short, stubby, fat robot that is screaming <laughs> at people. It looks like a metallic film, Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Well done. I really, I appreciate that one. As Spider-Man, Peter flees from the robot and Flash feels obliged to help, you know, helped Spidey out last time. Let's get this robot. <laughs> Let's go get him. Mate. So his mob turns, the, turns his mob onto the robot. <laughs> that makes no sense. Um, however Spider-Man's on a roof so the robot goes onto the roof and the mob can't follow Flash loses the robot as it takes to the roofs and <laughs> it looks so funny it looks like a Teletubby I'll tell you man a metallic Teletubby <laughs> but with JJ's face 
just, he's just giving him shit all the time as well. <laughs> like, that's the thing. He's like, you're like a tired Spider-Man. Oh, God. In my new metallic body. Oh, the things I could do. <laughs> <laughs> so you've just got, the scene is Spider-Man is being pu- pursued across the city by a robot literally ripping the piss out of him. Just constant ro- robotic quips at him, man. At the bugle, Betty thinks that she needs to be the hero. Uh, she sees Jameson losing it. He's getting too excited about the control to the machine and he's actually gaining some ground on Spider-Man. And as we know, it's a pretty, pretty, pretty convincing uh, capturing machine. It, it locks Pete up quite nastily. So if it can lock him up, it's going to lock Spider-Man mm. up, considering that, that they're the same same person. Um, she attempts to create a, dis- a disturbance or a distraction. So Jameson doesn't fall for it and he suspends her from work for the day without pay. Oh, it all comes down to the Benjamins with Jameson, don't it? What she should have done is uh, turn the power off. Yeah, that'd make a lot more sense. I completely reckon that's what she should have done is uh, find the power switch, mate, unplug something and uh, walk away. Um, She tried. She tried. And uh, I guess we can give her some bonus brownie points for uh, saving the day there didn't really work though she senses that she needs a uh, a man's help that man is peter parker and she's um not that she could she couldn't do it herself she she damn well tried but pete might be able to annoy jameson enough so she heads to pete's house to convince him to help however flash his gang and liz allen are already there looking for pete oh god this isn't gonna end well Mate, imagine, imagine going to this guy's house to go beat him up. That's fuckery, that is. That's so <laughs> fucked. Yeah, and the, the, his old poor aunt opens the door and goes, oh, Pete's got a friend. Oh, I'm so happy for the boy. And he's just like, fucking <laughs> punching his with baseball bat, <laughs> swinging chains and that, like the fucking <laughs> like anchor man. <laughs> <laughs> Can Pete about to play? Yep, no, he can't. Um, he's not around. But someone is uh, Liz and Betty walk into the house to confront Pete, but Aunt May answers the door and announces that how this is a hell of a day for surprises for Pete. She Pete's already got a guest waiting for him, mate. Oh, who is he? If you move down to the artwork, it's his neighbour's niece, the Watson girl, Mary Jane Watson. Oh. Can I finally meet MJ? Who whistles a hello to the girls. The two are knocked out by her stunning good looks, but as you can see, we are not allowed a view of her face uh, due to it being no. a carefully positioned plant being in the way. <laughs> um, but uh, Betty and Liz are completely freaked out, uh, so freaked out that they walk out the house without a further word about anything. They are do- Their mission's over. Done. That's uh, Mary Jane Watson, of course, who we know... Oh, I don't know. We we won't get into it, but we know. We know. We know. We know. You we know. know. How could you not know? It's pop culture. She's meant to be, uh, from what we can see, she's meant to be incredibly beautiful. Um, so beautiful that you know Betty and Liz are still pretty beautiful. Not in Ditko's art. They look like um Lovecraftian frog people sometimes. <laughs> um, but they're, they're meant they're meant to be. Pretty decent themselves. Was the exact same person, just with like interchangeable different hair. Yeah, yeah. It's Control C, Control V. 
<laughs> They've got very similar personalities as well. Very uh, aggressive. Yes. Very, 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 very. I wouldn't say that. I'd just say that it's not not being. It's not bossy. That's like that's too easy. It's just the insane. It's just bre- <laughs> verging on insanity. Well, let, let's yeah. face it, man. These 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 women were created back in the day when they were pretty much only one dimensional. There's, there's nothing really else to them other than the fact that they're crazy and love obsessed with one person or another. The one dimension they have is what the fuck is Pete up to now. Yeah, that's it for both of them. There's uh, not much going on there. Yeah, and it's got it's got about as much depth as a teaspoon. Yeah, and still the same with uh, Mary J. Watson, whose first thing is to almost taunt the pair of them, mm. who she clearly knows to be, whether she you know whether it's been told to her or not, to be Peter's kind of. I, I wouldn't say Liz is his lover at all. Um, but she, Liz believes she is, <laughs> completely believes she is, but she's not. Whilst uh, Betty, of course, is his girlfriend at the moment. Um, they all bounce, so the gang runs off, leaving Flash Thompson on his own outside Peter's house. <laughs> and he waiting. just waits there, mate. <laughs> He's just waiting there. <laughs> these, last, these last two comics are just him, him staring at some wall. Oh, yeah, it's not been brilliant for him, has it? No. Character development. <laughs> Meanwhile... Spider-Man has been completely ensnared by the robot and he's at the mercy and mocking of J. Jonah Jameson, whose face is point blank with him. Spider-Man's just there entangled with it, just like, just kill me, just do it. Yeah, just shit. Just end um, it. The, the robot cannot bring Spider-Man back, though, because if it moves with him, the coils that it's ensnaring Spider-Man with might loosen, so it can't do anything. So Jameson and Smythe basically have to, like, call the cab and go to the machine. Um... Whilst the machine obviously gets shut down while they move, so J. Jonah Jameson's feed isn't on it, and Pete takes the time to uh, really try and um, hook his fingers around the control panel, open it up and disengage the machine. He does so, so the machine can't be turned on. Just as J. Jonah Jameson's climbing a ladder onto the roof. Wait, hold on. This, as he this, get- this, why is his name? Schmeet. Smeeve. <laughs> yeah. This geezer's made a Spider-Man Captain Robot and he's like, you know what I'm going to do? Make the control panel easily accessible. Oh, yeah. If you have the right amount of suction on your fingers, you'll be able to pull this thing right off. <laughs> not, not a concern. Not a concern. The person I'm trying to capture has, like, fingers, like fucking blue-tack fingers. <laughs> blue-tack fingers. I wonder how much blue-tack it would actually take to stick a man to a wall. <laughs> A fair few packets. You're talking <laughs> a few packets. I reckon it'd have to be like double the amount of weight of the person that's you being stuck to the wall. It would be a, a, the same amount as if they were to detach from the wall. The amount of blue tack would be enough to crush them. <laughs> so Jameson's on the roof. He sees Spidely struggling. He sees Spider-Man struggling with the machine and he goes in. He moves in like a predator on the prowl, you know, he's the cat who got the cream, goes into a mask, he pulls the mask off, mate, but he's greeted with nothing. Peter has slipped out of his costume and headed off, leaving Jameson screaming, holding an empty Spider-Man costume. No. What the fuck? (laughs) Why did he get out of the costume? That makes no sense. (laughs) 
<laughs> Peter's just running around butt ass naked in New York. No, he, he's it. He's in his suit, man, but I like the imagery of him just like slopping out onto the suit, like just <laughs> fucking exasperated. Just like a like, like he's just been born. <laughs> like popped out the top. He it'd have been popped through the neck hole of the suit, like <laughs> he's like a Yeah. <laughs> Greased up like what he did do earlier was lo- use his liquid webbing to slick the machine. So there's that. It didn't stop it was meant to kind of freeze the um I, I would almost call it the living brain. It's almost like a shit living brain. I don't know if it's better. It might be better actually. But um he's used his webbing on it, his liquid webbing, which is kind of completely liquid version of his webbing, as the name would suggest. And it's almost like oiled him up, kind of. <laughs> but you'd expect him in the entire suit to fall out, but only he did out of the suit. <laughs> So it's off there. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> that must mean that he has the liquid webbing inside of his suit as well. That's brilliant. That is. That's uh, it's so stupid that the whole suit's just there, like, and it's not. You know, when you put your clothes on the floor to make like a man out of the clothes never on the it. floor, but you've never done that as a kid. No. What would I do that? I never just got like jeans and a shirt, and it still looks like a person. It looks like a person who's just been like. Zapped by in War of the Worlds, you know. Yeah. That? <laughs> <laughs> it's like how like, they all look saggy because there's nothing filling them. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. But Spider Man looks like he's there in it, fighting Pretty him. And I know Pete's kind of got like wires, like his web on it to kind of manipulate it from afar. But it's not going to look like someone's filling it unless he's webbed like seven hundred different points of articulation to pull the suit up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and he's not he's only got two webs kind of moving the fucking suits about mate everything about this this whole ordeal is just pure bullshit but like if J. Jonah Jameson looked he'd have seen two bits of web dangling around and if he followed the webbing up he'd just seen a mate, naked we know that he's fucking tunnel vision man all he saw was that there was a spider man wriggling about in that metal cage and he was like this is it this is game time. Yeah, he moved in. He moved in and he's uh, screaming on the rooftops, mate. Uh, we need to wrap up, though. We're uh, coming to the end. Flash Thompson, where, what happened to him? He got sent home by police who were had reports of a suspicious figure lurking and loitering in the area. <laughs> is anything but suspicious? He's the most fucking apple pie person in the comic. Really? He's plain as fuck. Like, you just leave him there? He could be anyone's child. It's probably the point in which that he was starting to carve kill Peter in the trees around there. Yeah, um, he got sent home though. Uh, Peter's not out of trouble yet though, mate. Uh, Mary Jane's left. Um, Flash Thompson kind of tried to follow Mary Jane's, went, hey, she might know where Peter is. Um, but the police got to him <laughs> in time. Uh, he did sew a spare Spider-Man costume earlier. Oh, so that's in the uh, issue. Was like, yeah, so that's quite... Um, forward thinking but when Mary Jane left uh, Aunt May went to clean his room and she found the Spider-Man costume he walks through the door uh, he's told that Mary Jane was waiting and he's like oh my god I'm so sorry Aunt May says that's not what I want to speak to you about I want to speak to you about this and pulls out the spare Spider-Man costume oh shit yeah uh, she doesn't believe for a second that he could possibly be Spidey though to be fair, with the amount of gays that just walk around, 
walk around just being like like Spider Man, imposing him. Like if Flash can get his hands on the co- on the costume, anyone can. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> they got they got their hands on some high quality Spider Man gear as well. Yeah, we know how much that costume cost. She doesn't believe at all that he's Spidey, and he gets his way out of it by saying it's a prank and it's a joke. So. No, could you imagine? Could you imagine if like that that whole conversation went like, "Oh, it couldn't possibly be used by you. Wouldn't do this to me, would you? There's no possible way that you would put me through all this shit. Not after your mom and dad left. Not after Uncle Ben died. Not after I've been in hospital multiple times. There's no way you would possibly do this to me." And, and Paige is like, uh, "Yeah, I couldn't possibly just break." No, oh, I love you. I wouldn't. I would never. I would never think for a second about breaking your heart like that. <laughs> he, he, he would he would think about it every single second of the day because that's what he does it's exactly what he does he doesn't think about anyone other than himself really that and the bank J. Jonah Jameson's robot was foiled Smythe's robot was shit um, Betty and Liz have fr- met their match it seems like uh, Flash Thompson didn't get to beat up on a Peter Parker and uh, Aunt May found his Spider-Man costume but didn't have it in her to believe that Peter was Spider-Man and uh, Peter's excuse that it was just a practical joke on, uh, I don't think she reveals, he reveals at all who he's playing this joke on. But um, yeah, that's about it for today. Uh, it's a, uh, <laughs> it was a weird one. I, I especially like the imagery. Of yeah. It. Yeah. So with Aunt May, she's like, this was just here. I want to hear the excuse. <laughs> no, you know what it is. You know what it is. It's like she doesn't think he could possibly be Spider Man because she's just like, hey, hey, you're too much of a pussy to be Spider Man, ain't you? And he gets away with it, to be fair, um, because he says, I was just going to use it to fool people. Look, you can see I've never even worn it. It's new. And he uh, hasn't. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, clever, clever thinking, man. And he's like, well, I actually haven't lied. That's completely true, what I've just said. And, uh, yeah, she just goes, I don't want you to do that, and there's a cake in the kitchen, mate. So uh, there you go. But she's taken his costume. Um, she won't give it back to him. And that's the end of this issue. He's got to sort out a new costume. <laughs> <laughs> Over that, I have to go retrieve this greased-up one again. Oh, yeah, that's it in the fucking... I, I hate to think what J. Jonah Jameson is doing right now to that costume. <laughs> it's not good. You don't want to know. <laughs> it's not good. But that's the end, mate. Uh, what did you think of that? It's it, it's kind of weird because it was like, oh, yeah, MJ's being revealed and it's just like you just get to see like a flower covering up a face, which is a bit of a cop-out, man. I've got a feeling with the way things are heading with Liz and Betty that we won't see her for a long time. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah, so that's that. And uh, that's it for uh, Swinging Through Spider-Man. On this episode, at least, we'll be back very soon uh, with another issue of The Amazing Spider-Man, currently by Stanley and Steve Ditko. And uh, I hope you're enjoying them as much as Brad. If you are, catch us at Spider Podcast on Twitter. Uh, I think we're doing a little bit better with that now. We're actually replying to people. So, uh, yeah, that's working out. And, uh, yeah, if you enjoyed, leave a review on iTunes. That always helps. And if you don't fancy doing that, just get in touch. So uh, thank you very much, and we'll catch you soon. Goodbye. <laughs>